Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. When you get an opportunity, check out my front page. You're going to see that I have upcoming live shows happening. I will be putting the link out to the public. Everyone is welcome to join my shows. Um, I also have an overlay chat where people, whenever you type or you make comments or ask questions, it'll actually show up on the show itself. So you'll be seen, and you also have the ability to be heard, providing that you have a decent microphone and know how to click a link in order to enter the broadcast. Looking forward to having you all there, religious as well as atheists alike. So I'm going to tell you all a story today, and it's a true story. Once upon a time, there was this woman who decided at a very young age that she was going to call herself an atheist. She stated that she simply lacked a belief in deities, that she could not entertain the concept of a universe with other sentient life forms in it besides humans. She could not possibly grasp or hold on to the idea that there may be some kind of higher power, some external force or prime mover that created existence itself. And she got herself so strongly into this position and view that she decided that she wanted to create her own organization where people like her, people who agreed with her, could join forces and then they could go after religious people. Well, she did this for quite a long time. She created a pretty popular organization of atheists where they tried to dismantle Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and all the different faiths out there, anything having to do with God. And she found the more and more she did this, the more she got some sadistic pleasure and enjoyment Whenever she was invited to do television programs or shows, she would go on knowing that the audience mostly was religious people themselves. She would insult their concept of God. She would insult their beliefs. She would say things like, these people are weak. They're mentally unstable. They're delusional. They're crazy. She would even refer to people who were religious as pieces of shit intellectually dishonest, liars. She even once said on the Donahue show that when she dies, she doesn't want any Christians at her funeral. She doesn't want them to put their dirty-ass paws on her body or corpse as she's being buried into the ground. This is how much her hatred was, that even in death, even though she believed that she had no soul and that her body would be nothing more than an empty shell, she didn't want anyone to touch her. And it wasn't just Christians that she made this clear to. It was also the religious people in her family. She had a lot of religious folks in her family, and she made it clear whenever she was doing shows and radio and everything that you could imagine that every one of these people were disgusting pieces of garbage to her. That she wouldn't piss on them if they were on fire was her thought process. Now her family had never done anything wrong to her. They didn't abuse her. They didn't beat her up. 
they didn't, um, she didn't get raised in some kind of poor home where she wasn't able to get what she wanted. In fact, her family was pretty wealthy. They took care of her. They took care of her education. They made sure she had clothes on her back and put a roof over her head. But for some reason, she'd always been a bad seed, someone who enjoyed getting off at abusing and hurting other people. That was her M.O. Well, as she got older and older, she ended up finding an atheist guy who she would end up having children with, and she had quite a few kids. And it seemed like her life was doing all right. Unfortunately, her children would not have grandparents. They wouldn't have aunts and uncles or anyone outside of the proximity of the home because everybody in the family was spiritual or religious. And if they were that way, then she felt like they weren't worthy or good enough to be around her kids. So the kids grew up in a very lonely homestead because of this. They were only allowed to listen to what she had to say. It wasn't enough for the woman to completely control her children's lives, but then she decided that she was going to go on an agenda and try to get people who thought like-minded like herself and those who were a part of her organized foundation. They decided to pull together and have prayer removed out of school. They decided that they didn't want God anywhere near government buildings or um, anywhere. And it didn't matter how many people said how important it was to family structure and law. It didn't matter that there was plenty of time and a day to be able to teach people the concept of God. And there was nothing wrong whatsoever of people praying or thanking God for the things that they've been given in their life. To her, she wanted God, the very name of it, completely removed out of everything. And her excuse and justification for this was, religious people are abusive. They're always trying to gain power. But the only one that was actually trying to gain power and the only one that was truly being abusive was her. No one ever called her a piece of shit. No one ever called her a lying piece of trash. No one ever insulted or attacked her kids. However... When one day her young boy came home and said that he wanted to be a part of a Christian community, that he wanted to go to church, that he wanted to be around other kids who actually believed in God because he himself believed in one, she told him that she wished that she had never given birth to him, that he had never been born at all. And for quite a few months, she beat him, she hit him, she kicked him, she called him every name in the book, and made it absolutely clear that she did not have love or respect for him. And after it was all said and done, she would have all these kids, but that one boy who accepted Jesus Christ into his life, she kicked him to the curb, told him he needs to get out. Luckily for the boy, though, there were religious family members, 
and although they hadn't got the opportunity to come to the home and visit any of their grandkids or any of their children, when that kid ended up contacting his family who were spiritual and religious, they were quick to take him in. So he didn't spend a single day out on the street or in the cold because his religious family had always been waiting patiently with open arms. The woman didn't miss a beat. She successfully managed to go to court and argue that religion and prayer should be taken out of school. She did so, and her organization became even more popular. And she encouraged her members that when you're around people who are of Christianity or God, or any religion for that matter, that you should shovel as much crap into their faces as possible, humiliate them, embarrass them, while at the same time wearing the guise of freethinker, secular humanist, positive thinking, and stable, healthy thinking, is what she called it. Hold on one second. One of the things that she enjoyed saying whenever she was on television or shows or radio was, you can't trust people who are mentally ill. You can't trust psychopaths. You can't trust people who are delusional and stupid and believe in a cosmic boogeyman or a sky wizard or sky daddy. Believing and trusting in people like this is basically a recipe for disaster, is what she said. And while saying these type of things, she would cackle and laugh, knowing that a majority of the human race was Christian, Muslim, and pagan, and also Jew. She did this over and over and over, and then she began to step up her rhetoric. She would then tell audiences and people who would be willing to listen that the reason why she does what she does is because she's a hero. She's a good person that is trying to save people from the evils of religion. She would say, religion is abusive. It attacks children. It insults them and scares them with fear of hell. She would say, religious people do this and they do that to their children and to their families. And if you don't accept their way, they become dangerous. That's right. She claimed that religious people would abuse you or become violent and aggressive and kill people if people did not accept their brand or version of God. This is what she told people. And she would also enjoy opening up the Bible and reading passages out of context and telling people, see how crappy and stupid their God is? People who worship a crappy, stupid God are crappy and stupid themselves. That's what she believed. While all the while, she abused her own children and kicked one of them out of the house completely just for simply wanting to be a part of the Christian community. And she kicked out her entire family 
because they were spiritual and religious and didn't have the same viewpoint as her. Well, after telling people over and over that religious people can't be trusted and that they're not good people, that they're all garbage, that ruin and destroy this world, that they're nothing but toxicity, poison, and venom to society and existence. Her organization was getting to the point where it was so big that she needed to hire folks in order to be able to handle the finances. Apparently, there were other atheists out there who felt that she was so good at what she was doing, they donated thousands and thousands of dollars to her. She became very wealthy from all of her appearances on television and shows. She became very, very popular. And not once did any religious person ever make a move on her or ever try to do anything violent. In fact... On television and on shows and on radio, Christians would call in and try to sow seeds and try to bring her to Jesus, try to bring her to God. Of course, it never worked. She wouldn't have that. Instead, she would scream and yell over them and insult them in every way possible, verbally torture them in front of an audience. So one day... After hiring more atheists, she was not willing to hire any religious people for her organization. And to be honest, why would anyone want to work for someone like this except for another atheist or another non-believer? Wouldn't make sense for a person of faith to work for someone who has such hatred and anxiety and meanness towards God. So she ended up hiring this guy and had him deal with the finances. Well, she really liked this guy, too. She started committing adultery and having sex with him, even though she was already married to a man that supported her all of her life. She didn't care because for her, sex was natural. It was normal. And... She didn't believe in the institution of marriage and believed it was just some kind of God concept that those dishonest religious people came up with in primitive days. Well, what ends up happening is that the atheist who was working with the finances one day is caught by her and her staff. They find out that he's been skimming money off of her, basically stealing money from the organization and using it for himself. Now, this was embarrassing because she had said many times that preachers are nothing but liars and deceivers who are out to steal money. Now, here she is receiving donations just like a preacher herself, and her organization and her own atheist staff members are stealing her money. (laughs) They're just taking it and doing whatever they want with it, buying cars, buying stuff. 
She had promised that she was going to create atheist communities and groups and organizations so atheists didn't have to feel alone being the minority in this world. But she never succeeded at that. And the moment that she decided that she wanted to confront the atheists who were stealing from her and her organization, something strange happened. One of these atheists who dealt with her finances decided to kidnap her and her family, the kids that were still at home. This atheist ended up taking this atheist leader woman out into a field over by a ranch, and he proceeded to chop her into little pieces with a saw, chopped her up into little bits of pieces of meat, and then scattered her remnants, as well as her children, because they were associated with her and they were genetically hers, he wanted to get rid of all of them. It took years for the authorities and the police to be able to find even some of her body, as well as the body of her children. Now, even though this is a very sad and dark hideous story of a woman who was filled to the brim with hatred and venom and hypocrisy. There is light at the end of the tunnel, ladies and gentlemen. The story does not end in complete darkness. You see, a miracle happened. You remember whenever I told you that that woman cast her child out into the streets and the spiritual family took that kid, adopted them, took care of him. Well, her only living relative, her only living child that she kicked out and got rid of and abused for all those many years would end up growing up and becoming one of the most popular preachers that the world had ever seen. And he preached about Jesus. He preached about God. He read from the Bible and talked about how the scriptures helped him and how it helped save his life. That whenever he was young and dealing with his abusive mother, how he felt suicidal, how he felt depressed, how he felt as though he was disconnected from the rest of the world, how she made it to where he couldn't even make friends with anybody because she would insult anyone that didn't agree with her. And his life was good. And he would tell stories about his abusive mother and how she treated him to audiences and on the radio, just like she used to do to him, except for he wasn't violent or aggressive. And the difference between him telling the stories about how venomous and nasty his mother was, was it was the truth. And he never tried to say hateful, cruel things about her. He just told the facts of what happened. But the difference between him and his mother is, is that he hoped that God could find mercy with his mother that God would forgive her for the many years that she spent committing her life to being abusive to the human race and the very creation of God and God himself. 
He actually wanted to see his mother in heaven, even though she had never wanted to see him even on earth. So, if you're interested in seeing who this person is, she's an atheist leader by the name of Madeline O'Hara. She was the leader of the original American Atheist Association. That's her story. You can also watch YouTube videos of her son on the internet. There's a lot of videos of the son who is now a Christian preacher. He's an old man now, but he has a lot of wisdom. He has a lot of love and a lot of compassion. Although she taught him none of these things, God was there. God was with him. And sometimes I wonder to myself, had the other children found Jesus, had they accepted God, would they too have been abused? Would they too have been verbally assaulted, punched with clenched fist, and then thrown out on the street? Had the spiritual family taken all of the children in if they had suffered the same fate? They would not have ended up in a shallow grave with their mother. Well, ladies and gentlemen, remember, I do a radio station. Links are in the description. You can also contact me. I've got information in the description. You can also look at some of the merchandise I have, as well as my written books. And I love having people in my live shows so we can have discussions and chat. I will not be making any more videos until around the 1st and the 3rd. I have a live show that is scheduled, upcoming. You can click Reminder on it so you can get a notification whenever it's live. It'll be at 7 p.m. on the 1st. God bless.